Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the mini-sode of the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansaberry and Amy Cornell. And today we are talking about um, double your newsletter signups with this quick tip, which is a very, I thought it was a very appealing title. And Amy, we've had our newsletter, um, I mean, long before you came to work with us, yes? Oh, yeah. The newsletter has been around a while. Yeah. And we all know the, you know, as authors, we all know the importance of having a newsletter to build um, a better, more engaged fan base. It's great to get direct connection, you know, to get a direct connection with your readers, because a lot of times, you know, readers miss your social media posts. So newsletters are great permission-based marketing tools. Um, But the getting newsletter signups is always really tricky. So when I talk to authors, sometimes they say, well, I have five newsletter signups and, you know, four of them are family. Um, And one of the things that you read, you'll read a lot about if you read, you know, marketing or book marketing articles, or if you go to events, is a term called the reader magnet. And it's tossed out a ton, as I mentioned, but authors often don't know really what it is. And I think that that the idea is the idea of a reader magnet is really specific to you, right? So there isn't a one size fits all reader magnet. And I think that, you know, giving readers something to get something like, for example, when you go on to, um, you know, if you see an ad, you're scrolling on Instagram, let's say, and you know, enter your email address to get a 10% off code. That's essentially a reader magnet because what that what that company is doing is they're building their newsletter list. So when we're talking about a, a reader magnet, I like giving um, readers something they can keep, pass on, or engage with, like a quiz. And I'm going to have Amy talk just in just a minute about our latest reader magnet, which has been insanely pop, surprisingly insanely popular because it wasn't what we planned. Um, but sometimes you have to experiment with reader magnets and, you know, like reader quizzes, a, a free novella, um, maybe something that you never really planned on publishing a short story. That's part of the series or something like that. Um, something to fill out like, you know, a, a journal or like our marketing journal, which Amy developed and, as I said, has been really, really popular. And I've also heard of authors doing a monthly raffle. So enter your name for a chance to win a gift card. And it could be something as small as a $5 Starbucks gift card, one winner a month, more, you know, you can give away more if you have the budget, maybe you want to give away five gift cards a month or something like that. But Amy, we've seen... um, we used to do a drip campaign and a drip campaign. You'll hear this a lot when, when people are talking about newsletter signups, a drip campaign is essentially where you set it up so that your information goes out to readers in a drip fashion. And a lot of people do it. And a lot of people do it successfully. I personally didn't, again, it's not one size fits all because Amy, we did a drip campaign that you that we then replaced with the journal, the mar- the book marketing journal, and that's been so much more successful, right? Yeah, the the drip campaign that we did that maybe some people listening were on for a while. If, if yeah, yeah, with us for a while, and it was a series of tips, marketing tips, essentially that you would get at regular intervals, which 
was really successful early on in regards to early on in the schedule that you would get tips. But we did a really, we took a hard look at it and had to make some difficult choices. But essentially, we looked at the data and we were noticing that our open rate was decreasing the longer people were in the drip campaign. So we were like, okay, maybe it's a little overwhelming to just get homework after homework after homework, essentially. And maybe that's why people stopped opening. You know, marketing is, it's a second job in a lot of ways, you know? So constantly giving people something new to be doing doesn't work for everyone. It, it does get overwhelming. And so we thought, what could, else could we do that we know would be actually helpful? And then of course, our goal is to try to make it as relevant to as many authors as possible. And that's when we developed our monthly book marketing planner, which essentially is something that you can print out or download and fill out for yourself in advance. So you essentially are holding yourself accountable to what you're going to be doing every month. But then there's also, you know, sections on it that let you document your wins, what went well, you know, take notes so you can look back and go, wow, I had a lot of sales earlier in the year. What was I doing? You know, and reference mm-hmm. the planners mm-hmm. that you pulled out to try to see if you can see patterns in what works for you and what doesn't. And yeah, that's been really successful. And what's great about that is that we can update it. We've actually already done, we did a big update uh, about a year ago and added some new sections. And so it's something that we can easily update as the industry changes, as the reader market morphs a little bit. Um, So that's something to keep in mind as well, that when you're coming up with something Uh, It's not, depending on what it is, you may not be able to keep it forever because, you know, you want to keep rewarding people uh, for for joining your newsletter and you don't want it to get stagnant. So if something's working, like you said, Penny, great, but you really should be, you know, be ready to pay attention to your data as well and kind of do an assessment of your open rate and things like that to make sure that you're not sticking with something that people have lost interest in. Right. And the other piece of it too, I think the other reason why we, and and I'm not necessarily negative on drip campaigns at all, because like I said, I think they work for people, but the couple more, you know, you have to really, we all get a lot of email. So create something that's really useful for your readers. And that's always, that's always something that you're going to have to experiment with a little bit, just like we did with the planner. Um, and, which was something, like I said, that we just created and thought it was a great idea and everybody just really, really loves it. So you're going to have to experiment with it, but just make sure that it really is valuable. I talked to an author, I don't know, this is maybe a couple of years ago, but it just sticks out in it to me. And he said that he was giving everybody a free copy of Moby Dick, which I guess is in public domain. And that's fine. But first off, they can get it without signing up for your newsletter and um it didn't have anything to do with this book so don't just grab something for the sake of grabbing it just make sure that it's valuable don't overthink it if you think oh this sounds just like so much work start with the gift card um you know enter to win a gift card or enter to win a free copy of my book which then might discourage them from buying the book so you want to be a little bit careful with that I've seen re- I've seen authors very successfully run and build their newsletter list with the whole gift card idea if everything else kind of stumps you right now. But it is a great way to build your newsletter signups using the quote-unquote reader magnet. Um, and I hope that this podcast was helpful. 
We welcome your reviews. We love your feedback. We love the feedback that we get on the show. So please feel free to write us. Our contact details are in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.